Hashem, we are on the bottom of Memzayin Amr Aleph, around 10 lines up from the bottom, where it says, Ochol Demai. The Mishnah told us that back on Memhei Amr Aleph, in regards to Shloisha Sha'achlu Ke'echos, three people ate together, we said, Chayavim Lezami. They're obligated to make a Zimun. Ochol Demai, if they ate Demai, then they're obligated to have a Zimun. Now, I want to give a little introduction over here to our upcoming sugya. I'm reading from the Safa Brura that gives a hakdama to these discussions of Trumas Amaishas. The Gemara is a various libir hemshech divra mishnah. Comes to explain the mishnah, and he says like this: In regards to Allah's Trumas Amaishas. After the harvesting, and then the, the threshing, and then the piling up of the grain, you take one fiftieth, okay, and you give that to the coin. That shear is the Rabbanan. That share 150 is, is the Rabbanan. What is that called? Truma Gedoyal. Okay? That's called Truma Gedoyal. Midaraisa, you give any amount. Midarabon, you give 150. Okay, that's step number one. So we just define what Truma Gedoyal is. Base. After this, you mafresh a serious mehanoisar, a tenth from the leftover of the grain, the noisna, to give it to who? The lady. Give it to the lady. That's called Maiserisha. Okay, let's go my Yisrish. I'm sorry? Oh, Ezra, yeah, okay, fine. We're not getting that. That's going to be too, too confusing. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Okay. Yavamis, right? Another place. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Gimel. Now, after Afrosh's Maiserishoin, which we just said the Maiserishoin goes to the Levi, after Afrosh's Maiserishoin, Mafreshuv Asiris Mahanoisar. That's called Meiser Shani. What's Meiser Shani? Meiser Shani is you bring that grain, the fruit, to Yerushalayim, and you eat it in Yerushalayim. That's number one. Or you take the value of, you, you paid it. You say, okay, this is worth 50x amount of money, and then you get the money for it, and you bring the money into Yerushalayim, and then you go back and buy the fruits and eat that fruit in Yerushalayim. And Yerushalayim, you acquire the with Kasev Machol and eat in Kedusha in Yerushalayim. Fourth point. The Levi has to be Mafresh Asiris Miha Meiser that he received. A tenth of the Meiser that the Levi received. And he has to give it to Nahu, the Kohen. Don't you love how the Kohan know all these halachas so well? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tell you, I've always found the economy, you know? We have three economy right now, you know? Okay. Okay, next. Now, so he says, and that is called Trumas Meiser. Trumas Meiser. Now, the Chachamun were Geyser, the Chaibu La'aser Eshan Nikne Me'ame Ha'ratzois, the Chachamun said, that which you acquire from the Am Ha'aretz, 
from the ignorant person, and the Gemara and Ahmed Bayes will define what is called an Am Ha'aretz. I need to find an Am Ha'aretz. We're going to have different opinions. Okay? So, the Gemara is going to tell us that when you get that food from the Am Ha'aretz, because the Amaritz is Chashud, that he didn't separate proper amounts. Like we just learned, you have to do. So what do you have to do? You have to separate. Okay? And the Tfu and the Peirois that are acquired from them is called Demai. That's our discussion. Demai, as the Mepharshim explains, Do Ma. Demai is a is a contraction of da what my is this what what do we have from did they take off the proper tithes or did they not well I don't know so what do I have to do I have to take off now we're saying and what is how does it apply to us now we're not learning the Mishnayis of it that you learned with okay we're learning when the Gemara over here the Mishnah says. That if you ate demai, one you ate demai, even though you should not be in demai, it's the rabbanon, it's a violation of the rabbanon in this regard, and you can still make a zimun on that food that you ate. Obviously, you had grain, you had you had bread. Okay, fine, we're good. Let's begin now. Fine. Ochol demai, you ate demai. And we just explained to my is the is the bread that was from the wheat that you acquired from the Amaritz and the Chachamim were geyser that you had to take off a tenth from there. Nonetheless, even though you ate it from before you take off the took off the tenth, you can still mitzarif the semen. So the Gemara says, I holoi chazile. The pass. It's not appropriate. You should not have eaten it. So how, how could you, you do something wrong? How could you make a zimun with that? So Gemara answers like this. If you wanted, you could have technically made your property ownerless. You say, all of my belongings are ownerless, are hefka. Just like you say, uh, the chametz is hefker before Pesach. Ka'afa da'ara, you say, everything I have is hefker. So you know what happens now? You're an ani. You don't have, you don't have anything. So the ani is allowed to eat the demai. Right? Yeah, that's what Davon Gadali is saying also. Right? Uh, how much, how much you have to, how much little do you have to have is the question, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah. So we're not going into those details, but yeah, that is a discussion, right? Once again, it's amazing. They, they, they know it like this. Well, we have Tamil here. <laughs> okay, that's why. Okay, So you see, it could be chazil to him, it could be good for him. So therefore, he could eat it. He could be part of a zimun. We learn in the Mishnah, in Demai, Paragim Mishnah. Machilin Esanim Demai. What's the Gemara bringing this for? The Gemara is showing that we just said, if you make your property ownerless, you're now what? You're poor. You're an ani. So if you're an ani, so how do you know an ani can eat the mai? Ah, that's what the Gemara is bringing the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Machilin es aniyim de mai. Aniyim can eat the mai. Who else can eat the mai? Es ha'achsanya de mai. Who is the achsanya? These are the Jewish soldiers who are passing through the town 
that need to eat some food. Okay? So they're also allowed to eat Dmai. Then the Rafuna brings a statement which there's a discussion which I can get into as to why he brought it like this over here. But he brings a statement from Beishamai. And Beishamai says, no, you cannot give the Aniyam Demai, you cannot give the Achsani Demai, the soldiers. But Rabbi said, who are we passing like? We're passing like Beishamai. So it's not a problem. We move on to the next piece. The Mishnah then said, Maiser Rishon. Okay, so Maiserishan that Shuma was taken, you are allowed to Maiserishan that Shuma was taken if you ate from the Maiserishan, which we just explained. Who does the Maiserishan go to? Levi. The Levi. Okay, excellent. The Maiserishan goes to the Levi. So we said if you ate from food that was separated and is given to the Levi, you can make a zimun with it. So what's the obvious question? Well, you you did what you had to do. You, you looked at your checklist. You just did what you had to do. So what's the kasha? So the kasha is, what's the chiddush? Of course, if you did the right thing, so of course you can make a zimun with that. Why not? Right? Look what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, Yimachan the Gemara. Okay? The Gemara says, Pshita. It's obvious. If you did the right thing, so what's the question? Of course you can make a zimun. What's the shayla? Why should I think maybe I can't do it? I did the right thing. Pshita. So the Gemara says, no. So, you took the ears of the stalks, you gave them to the levy, before you did what? Before you did Truma Gedayla, before you gave to the Kayin. So since, like we said in the introduction, first, really, you should go give who first? The Kayin gets first. But in this case, you separate it for who? For the levy first. Okay? Before the kayin. So now you didn't do, you, you, you did something good, but you didn't do everything good. So the chiddush is over here, so since you did something wrong, because you, we're still saying it could be a mizamin. That's, that's what we're saying. That's the, that's the chiddush of the, of the Mishnah. So even though you did give the levy, but you didn't give the kain. Okay, this is this is where they get their food. Yes. So the Yisrael gave to the levy before he gave to the kohen. So he's allowed to eat it, even though he did the wrong thing. That doing the wrong thing is what the, is what Amish is coming to teach us. He can be part of the zimun. Okay. So when you say when we say the word wrong, it means he did an avera. The chiddush is he can still zamin. He can still have a zimun. Even though that was halachically incorrect. Right. Okay, correct. That is correct, Rabbi Say. Now, this that we're saying that the Levi is permitted, excuse me, the Yisrael is permitted to eat, and Mizamein, after he gave the Maitzrishim, but he skipped over the Kayin, and he gave to who? To the Levi. It goes in accordance to Rabbi Vo. Why? Why? Is potter mitrumagadayla. The Maiserishain that was in the state of the ears, it was in the stalk still. It wasn't ground up and wasn't they didn't make a pile of it. So it's not finished yet. Okay, it's not finished yet. So therefore, Rabbi Avo says it's not even obligated yet in the state of giving to the Kayin. Which would say, one second, according to Ravo, did he really do something wrong? 
Because it's in the state of Shibolim. Shibolim are the stalks, the ears of the grain. Right? So it's potter. The 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 lady's potter from giving Shuma Gadoila. Shinemai, one second, Shinemai says in the Pasuk, it says in regards to the obligation for the Levi to give Trumas Maiser, Vahari Maisimimenu, Trumas Hashem. You have to take a uh, Maiser from the Truma for the Kohanim. What is Hari Maisimenu, Trumas Hashem? Maiser, a tenth, Min Ha Maiser. You have to give a tenth from the tenth. What does that mean? Only Maisim and Hamaisim might Luchon. Come explain the passage that says, Vahari Maisim Mimenu, Trumas Hashem. Give a tenth of a tenth. When do you do that? Maisim and Hamaisim might Luchon. like Trumagedoilo, or Trumas Maisim and Hamaisim. But not Trumagedoilo, and not Trumas Maisim and Hamaisim. That even if you did not give the Trumagedoilo yet from the Maisim, Rishon, Potter, the lady is potter from the Imafresh. That's a Ravo's din. Okay? So according to Ravo, in this case, he's not even chayiv yet. So Amalei Rapapala Abai, Rapapa asked Abai a question. On, on, on Ravavo's din. If that's the case, Afilu Hegdimoi, the Kree, even if the lady, even if the Yisrael rather went ahead, Afilu Hegdimoi, and the, the, the levy to the koyen in the pile, when it was piled up, because when is normally the obligation to give? When it's piled up, the grain is piled up, that's more of the closer product to give to the koyen. Nami, he should be exempt from giving to the koyen. So Amalei, Abai says back, no, Alecha Amakra, on you, the Pusik says, not like that. Pusik says, not like that. Turn, turn to him, Zion, Amid Beis, the Pasuk says, Mikomas Reisechem. From all of your mice. Pasuk says, Mikol Madnoisechem Tarimu, Ace Kol Trumas Hashem. From all of your Madnoisechem, all of your gifts, Tarimu, you should give, Ace Kol Trumas Hashem. The Trumas Hashem. You see, the Pasuk is telling me, Kol Trumas Hashem, we see from here, that any tzad of Truma, that is Shaykh, the Meiser, in the tenth, even if it's Trumagadoilo. So he says here, if you weren't Mafrashit, why? Because the Levi, because the Levi was Magdim in the pile, he had it first, then the Levi has to be Mafrashit. So Abai, uh, the Rapapa asked Abai's answer. He says, Umarais, what, what, what are you saying over here? That the Pasuk is saying that he's exempt from, from uh, giving the Truma, G'dayla. Hai Idgon. Vahai Lo Yidgon. When is this a situation of when it's in the ears and it's not, in, it's not in the grain status, then he doesn't have to. But when it's piled up and it's already in the, in the, Grain status and it's the miruach happened and the pile happened the kri then it gone then the levy has to give the miser and the obligation is there for the koyin to get from the levy as well so it depends the state of was it a pile of ears of of the stalks 
And in that case, he's not obligated yet, or was a pile of the grain after it was already crushed and it was piled up, and then the lady was obligated to give to the coin. Let's see further. We have a lot more to cover here. Meiser Shani, the Hector Shaniftu, Meiser Shani, as we discussed, is what is Meiser Shani? Where is that eaten? In Yerushalayim. Okay. So either you take your fruit and grain and you eat it in Yerushalayim, or you do what? You be paid it, you redeem it on money, you take that money, go to Yerushalayim, and then you buy the fruits over there and eat that in Yerushalayim. So, pshita. so you did the right thing here. So we're saying the person who who was paid the grain, so he can have a zimun. So what's the chiddush? Of course he could, of course he could have a zimun. <coughs> he did the right thing. So Mara says once again, in the case you're dealing with here, when you are paid, when you redeem the money, the, the fruit on the on the on the, on the food on the money, you have to. I'm sorry. You have to give not just the principal, also a chaymish, a fifth. What happens if you didn't do, give the value of the fifth? So I might have thought I cannot be part of the zimun. Once again, he did something halachically wrong. He didn't. He wasn't paid it correctly. Paid it means to redeem it. He didn't redeem it correctly. Kamash malon, kamash ma'akev. That the chaymish, that fifth that he did not wasn't paid it properly, didn't redeem properly, is not going to hold the person back from being part of the zimun. The Mishnah then said that the shamish, the waiter, is able to be part of the zimun as well. Now, what's the chiddush over here? Pshita. What's the chiddush over here? Gemara says it's obvious. Of course, he can be part of the zimun. There's nothing wrong over here. I might have thought, no, the Shamish, you know why he can't be part of the Zimun? What have we been learning the whole time? When you're part of something, you have to be sit down, have a kvius, eat like a mensch. What's the Shamish doing the whole time? He's walking back and forth. He has no kvius. He's not sitting at your table, right? Imagine somebody comes in here right now and he sees somebody in the corner of here walking back and forth. So what might he think, besides a little uh, off, but he might think, well, we are all doing one thing together, and he's on his own page, doing something on his own, right? No, he likes to walk when he's learning. The Shamish, his Kvius, is walking back and forth. That's the Kiddush of the Mishnah, that the Shamish, even though you might think he does not have a Kvius, he does have a set Kvius, because that is his Kvius. Kamash you can combine him as well. We move right along to the next case of the Kusi. The Kusi, we discussed, is all Shaila of what their status is. Now, so it's here, it's here. I'm sorry? It's like he's a Jew. Yeah, sounds like he's a Jew. Why? Hands down, there's no Shaila. If, a, if a, a non-Jew is eating with you, you cannot have a Zimun with a non-Jew. There's no Shaila. Okay, it's not part of mitzvahs. So the mere fact that the Mishnah is saying that the Kusi Mizanunolov, okay, so, he has to have a status of a Jew. Okay, until later on, they realize maybe that they were, that their conversion was a fake conversion. Okay? Now, so then what's the Shiloh? What's the Chiddush? If we're saying he's a Jew, so what's the Chiddush that we can be Mizamun with him? Am I, why can you be Mizamun? 
Amaris. This this kusi should have the same status as what? As an Amaris. And what do we say about an Amaris? The Tanya we learn by an Amaris about an ignorant person, ain mizanin al Amaris. That one is not permitted to make a zimin with an Amaris. So the kusi should be better than the Amaris. So that's a question of the Gemara. Why in the Mishnah they say that you can make a zimun with an Amaritz? Uh, no, you know what? We're talking about this Kusi who actually knows Halacha. He might have come to first later. Okay? And he knows. He goes to the Mishnah here. He learns the minutia, the nitty gritty. And that nitty gritty is what enables him to have the zimun. Rav Amar, no, Afilu Bekusi Amaritz. Rav says, even if you want to talk about a Kusi who's an Amaritz, he's an ignorant person. Nonetheless, you can still make a zim with him. Why? Because we're talking about an Amaris Dirabana. What's an Amaris Dirabana? So it's Machlokes with, how do you understand the Machlokes of the Mayor? The Tanya, we learned Tesefta, Ezu Amaris. So now we have a Brahis of Tesefta that says, what is the category of the Amaris? Who falls in this category of the Amaris? So we have a listing of different opinions there. So the first opinion says, Whoever does not eat chulin in the state of purity. Now chulin is regular mundane food. It does not need to be eaten in the state of purity. What needs to be in the state of purity? Truma. Right? Truma needs to be in the state of purity. Chulin does not. So the first opinion over here says, according to Rabbi Meir, the Rabbi Meir, that an Amaretz is a very high level now. And we can go from high level to uh, extremes now, of a different opinions. That if he's not eating chul in the state of purity, that's called Amaretz. No. So it sounds like more of the name of Shusha then, right? Yeah. I okay. The Chavar also, yeah, okay. Only a Chavar means what? Tamil Chavar. Right, you're saying all Chavar also does. Should, he should, okay, fine. Right? Yeah, that's what it's a chavar, yeah. So, you know what's called the Amaretz, which fits in our Gemara above? Whoever doesn't, is not mafresh, doesn't separate the proper tithes, that's what's called the Amaretz. That's what's called the Amaretz. Okay? The Hani Kusi Asuri Masri. And this kusi, he does tithe properly. So, that's why we're saying he can be part of the zimun, because he tithes properly. Because that which it says in the Torah, he's careful with. The daraisa, the biblical commandments, he's careful with. The Amar Mar, the Pasuk says, the, the Gemara says, in Gitin Daf Yoram Aleph, because when it comes to Kusim, the Moran Gidden Dafyud tells us that they were even more precise to do the halachas correctly, even better than Klai Yisrael. Better than the Jews. They're doing better than us. The Kusim were doing better. Okay. Now, we're not finished yet with this topic here. Torah Banu. Ezu Amaretz. 
Who is an Amo Aretz? What's a category of what's called an Amo Aretz? An ignorant person. Whoever does not recite Kriyashma in the evening and in the morning. We have a Mitzvah Doraisa, biblical commandment, every day, twice a day. The one we say before we go to sleep at night is rabbinic in status. But Doraisa, every morning, we have to say Shema. As a time, time-bound mitzvah. Every evening we had to say Shema. That was in the first 25 block we spent on brachos over here. And the one does not say Shema in the morning and the evening. We're learning over here, Devi Rabbi Eliezer, that is what's called an Amba Aretz. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says, Kol Tfilin. Whoever doesn't put on Tfilin, that is called an Amba Aretz. Ben Kol Whoever's not wearing Tzitzis, that's called an Amoritz. Now, tzitzis bebigdoi is means literally tzitzis strings hanging down from his four-corner garment. In those days, it was a situation where a person would have four-corner garments and then you'd have to put on the strings on the four-corner garment. Right? Nowadays, we don't wear four-corner garments. If one is wearing a four-corner garment, you better be sure that you have strings on them, sits on them, okay? Or you go around and you round it off. But what do we do? We obligate ourselves <coughs> to put on the talus cotton, to put on the tzitzit, a four-corner garment, and we put on the tzitzit on the four-corner garment. I'm just pointing out the lashon of the b'risa. She'ein loy tzitzit bebigdoi. He doesn't have tzitzit on his garment. What does it mean? Just say he's not wearing tzitzit. Because we're talking about his garment that did with four corners. Okay, so he had a four-corner garment without sitis. Rabbi Nassim says, if he doesn't have a mezuzah on his door, a person doesn't have a mezuzah on his door, that's called an amaret, that's called an ignorant person. Now we have, bring from over here, Acherim says, Ready for this now. Even if he was, he learned Chumash, the Psokim, and you learn Mishnayis. Okay, very good, amazing. I'm sorry? But he was not Mishamish Tamidicham. He didn't serve Tamidicham. That's what's called the Amaritz. Hariz the Amaritz. And Amar Afhuna, Allah Kachirim. Afhuna says, Allah is like Like a Khirim. So even if the person learned the Psukim, and you learn the Mishnais. But he was Mishamish Talmidei Chachamim. It's called an Amaretz. Now Rabbi Yisai. There's a very important Rashi over here. Because what does it mean Shloishimish Talmidei Chachamim? So Rashi says, it's around 25 lines down in Rashi. It says, Shloishimish Talmidei Chachamim. He didn't serve Talmidei Chachamim. Hu ha-Gemara. Hatlui b'svara. This is the Gemara that, what's Gemara? Gemara is the explanation of the Mishnah. And it tells you what's going on over here. Show how you noised in the Divriha Mishnah. This the Svara, the logical understanding, the halachic logical understanding of the Mishnah. And they would gather together and be involved with the understanding of the Mishnah and the Brisa. And it's similar to our Gemara that Amoraim compiled together. Now, what he's saying over here is that when we say he wasn't Shamish Tamidi Chachamim, what that means it wasn't Shamish Tamidi Chachamim means he didn't spend the time learning the Gemara's 
understanding, if you will, of what's shot in the Mishnah. You don't pass it from the Mishnah. Right? You can't just take the Pasuk and say, oh, that's the Halacha. So that's called the Amaritz, according to Akhirim. Now, listen to this, listen to this next Mayas over here. Rami Barchama. <coughs> Rami Barchama. He wouldn't make a zimun with Rabbi Nashi Bar Tachlifa. Why not? Why not? Even though the Tani Sefra of Sifri, Vihilchusa, but he was Mishamish Tanui Chachamim. And we just passed him that Allah is like Achim. That if, if, you know, if you have an Amaretz, so you shouldn't be zamun with him. Okay? By the way, in the Mishnah which we learned Tuesday night, and we learned in the morning here a few days ago, we said we're mazam with everybody today. Okay? For different reasons. Okay? I shouldn't say with everybody. If a person, I shouldn't say, no, no. If a person is doing, is a Russia who is doing a virus in public intentionally, then we did say we're not mazam with that person. But, but the Derek Cloud, generally speaking, uh, we're all in the category, so don't 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 get concerned. Okay. Now, look, look at this. When Rami Barchama died, Amar Rava, Rava said, He only died while he was younger. You know why? Because he wouldn't make a zimun with Rabbi Nashi Bar so what's the kasha by side? Everybody should be jumping out of their seats. Okay, one at a time though. <laughs> okay, what's the kasha? We just said the halacha is like is like Rafuna said the halacha is like a chirim that an ama aretz that you don't make a zim with at least in the time of the gemara is what is one that did, that did not learn the svaras of the mishnayis. Okay, and therefore Rabbi Nasha Bar Tachlifa followed the halacha. Rava just said the reason why he died younger was because he didn't invite Rabbi Nashi Bar Tachlifa for the Zimun. Well, do we have a problem with that, Rabbi Yisrael? Yeah. We should have a problem with that. Because he followed the Allah. So what did he do wrong? Why did he die early? So you know who asked this question? Not Rabbi Kivager, not Taisvis, the Gemara. Okay, so let's see what the Gemara says. If a person learned Chumash and you learn Mishnayis, that's still what's called that's still called the Amaretz. Gemara answers Shani Rabbi Nashi Bar Tachlifa. Two answers. Shani Rabbi Nashi Bar Tachlifa. You know what? Rabbi Nashi Bar Tachlifa actually did have Shimish Tandichamim. He did learn from the Rebbeim, the Svaras of the Gemara, of, of the Mishnayis, and the Psukim. However, who However, Rav, Rabbi Barchama didn't check properly to make sure that he learned it. He, that he learned uh, his Mishnah Mishnah He thought he didn't. So he thought he was following the Halacha properly, but the Maisa, he wasn't. Okay, that's one answer. Another answer, Mishnah the Shamash Maisami Pumayu, the Rabban and the Garislahu, that he heard the the halachas from the Chamim and the reasons of the Mishnayis, and he reviewed them 
However, he didn't review them properly. He didn't review them accordingly the best way. So he reviewed them to some degree, but that's not considered to be a full-fledged uh, proper understanding of the situation. Fine. That was the situation of the cases of, um, what did we just say? Of the Amaretz. And we said in the Mishnah that the Kusi is permitted to be Mizamein with with uh, the Tzibur, but not, um, and then we had a whole discussion about the Amaretz, and then we said that, um, well, who is considered to be an Amaretz? We have over here further, Achal Tevel, or Meiser, then the safe of the Mishnah says, if you ate Tevel or Meiser, <coughs> we're talking now the categories of, you're not allowed to be part of the Zimun. Okay, the ratio was, even if you did something wrong, you are allowed to be part of the Zimun. The safer is when you're not allowed to be part of the Zimun. So, he ate Tevel, Umaiser. We said, Eimizanolov, because he ate that which is 100% bonafide Asr. Tevel, so when I ask the question, the same question we've been asking all the time. It's Pshita, it's obvious. It's Tevel. So, you don't have to tell me that if you ate something which is 100% Asr, you can't eat a cheeseburger and Chazer and say, okay, I'm ready to make a Zimun now. And what? This is Kares. Tevel is worse. That's right. It's, it's, uh, it's Kares. Like Tzricha must be with Tevel, Tavel, Midrabanan. Ah. So we're talking about over here that the grain of Tevel is only obligated to separate it rabbinically. So we're coming to teach us, even though it's a rabbinic Tevel that he did not separate. I'm going to die. What's Tevel? The tithes were not taken. Okay, that's what Tevel is. Demai is not sure. It's a question if the, uh, the ties are taken. That's the Rabban. So here, Hechi Dami, what's the what's case of Rabbinic Tevel? So he took earth, he put it into a flower pot, but you didn't make a hole in the flower pot. And therefore, you didn't perforate it. Therefore, the nourishment is not coming from the ground. Because when you have a hole, it's a fascinating uh, reality in, 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 in science that when there's a flower pot with a hole, the hole is getting the, the flower pot is getting its nourishment from the ground. It's getting nourishment from the ground. Okay. Does it get macros? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't want to confuse them right now. But but the point is over here. This person, even though he's only violating a tevel dirabanon of rabbinic status, he still can't include him. Because of the severity into the simon. Okay? Then we said, if he ate Maisa Rishoin, that was not taking Shuma from it. So we said also, Maisa Rishoin, you cannot make a simon with him. Pshita, it's also obvious. Because he, he it's before half Russia. And it's also in the category of what? Of Tevel. And we just learned that if you ate Tevel, a Mizanolov. So what's the Chiddush over here? Once again, Bikri. Must be the similar case we said earlier that the Levi went ahead and took it before the Kain. He took the Maitzrisha from the pile. It was already piled up and he didn't give, the Kain didn't get I might have thought like a buy, like Rapapa said to a buyer, like we learned earlier in Amr Aleph. In regards to Rabbi Avo, 
When we learn that from the positive Hari to exempt the Maisa Rishoin from the Truma Gedoilo. So Gemara says, Kamash Malon, Kiddushan Yuvon. And we're going to answer also like we answered a Baita Rapapa that, that we're talking over here, and this is after <coughs> it was already in the Cree in the pile of the grain. And therefore, it's more severe, it's more Chamer. Maisa Shani. Maiser Sheni, we said you cannot, if you didn't take off Maiser Sheni, then you cannot, uh, excuse me, you didn't go to eat Maiser Sheni Shalayim, or you didn't, we weren't paid it, you didn't redeem it, you cannot, uh, Mezamen. Pshita, that's also obvious. Like Tzrich must be, Shenifdu, Vulay Nifdu Kilchasa. It was, what must be, they were saying that he redeemed it, but he didn't do it properly. So Maiser Sheni, Mark explains, Maiser Sheni, that was not redeemed properly, Kigoyin, What's an asimoin? It's a coin without the tsura of a form on the coin. It's a blank coin. Rahman Omar and the Torah says, Pasuk in Dvarim, Perikid Dalid, Pasuk Hafei. Which is coming to teach us, Kesef, Shiyeshalov Tsura, is hektish. A kesef, a coin that has a tsura, that's when you get it's it's hectic. Okay, shechilu loy al gabi karka, v'loy pade bikesef, and you were mechalit on the karka, and you weren't pade with the proper kesef. Rachmana Omar, not a kesef, it come loy. And the problem is he was pade it. He wanted to redeem the fruit on that which is not on the. And the coin, which is not redeemable on. It has to have that surah, the form on it. It's like counterfeit money. It's like a nice way of saying that. Counterfeit money doesn't doesn't work. It's not real. So here, when he was paid it, it didn't work either. The shamish we said, if a shamish eats less than the kezayis, he cannot be part of it. Pshita. It's also obvious. Where it says, I did the ton of so the Gemara is answering that when it comes to the case of the Shamish, in the Reisha we spoke about he ate a Kezayis because we're teaching us a Din that even though he's not set and he's walking back and forth, he can be part of your Zimun. So once we said the Reisha, if he ate a Kezayis, you find throughout Mishnayis that we say and the Seifa that he ate less than a Kezayis. Nachri, let's just see one last piece over here. Nachri, it's also obvious. Why is that obvious? Because he's a Nachri. Okay, he's not Jewish. We're talking about a case. Okay, you have a non-Jew who's going through the conversion, conversion process. He had a bris milah. You know what else he had there? He had your bagels, he had your lox, he had your caper berries, okay? But he didn't go to the mikvah. He wasn't taival. So if he wasn't taival yet, like taival, the Amar of Zera, Amar Biyichlan, Oylum Ein Ager, actually Yigmol Biyitbo. He's not a ger until he does what? He goes to the. He has the mikvah. He has the mila, and he has the mikvah also. He has to have both. The kamo do like taival nachriyo, and if he wasn't taival yet, he's still a nachri. He's still an anju. Um, True, there's a boy say, let's let's go a little further, another five minutes here. We have Nashim women, we said that in the Avadim servants and children, you can't make a zim with them. 
Okay. Rav Asi says, they change the Gemara, the, 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 the Farshim change from Rav Yoisi to Rav Asi. Cotton hamuto barisa mizanolov. If there is a cotton, a child in a crib, you can use them part of the zimun. Okay. Let's take one step at a time. I vat nan. We learn in the Mishnah, Noshim ba'avadim k'tanim ain't mizanolayim. I Noshim ba'avadim k'tanim. You cannot make a zimun with them. So why do you tell me the little child you can? More answers. Who Domer Kirbishub and Levi, Domer Bishub and Levi, Afal Pisha, Omer Cotton, Amuto, Barisa, Carissa, Barisa, Amos Anulov, even though we're saying a child was in the crib, you can't get Zimwin with him. When we're saying that, that's when he's number three. Okay? Avol Oisinoi Soi, Snifla Sora, but you can add him in as number 10 for the minion to make an Asara by benching. Okay, even though his his presence is there. Now, once again, we're not saying halacha l'mayis over here. We're learning the gemara. Okay, now you're not, I know what you're asking now. Okay, if that works for zimun, what about benching? Okay, who asked this question yesterday? Noyach asked this question yesterday. Okay. You have nine people davening, and you have an eved, kenani, with starfin. You can combine for a zimun, for Shem Shemayim, before we get to a meaning, okay? You can combine for a uh, saying, Dovashem Kedusha for Elokeinu. For Frank Gemara, Meisve, Meisve, Rabbi Eliezer, Shenich, Lezabesek, Nesks. There's a famous story. Rabbi Eliezer goes into Shul to Davin, and lo and behold, you're short. Not in height, but in number. You don't have a, you don't have a meaning. Vulei Matzah Asara. He doesn't want to find ten. So what did he do? No problem. I have an Eved. I'm going to free my Eved and make him a full-fledged Jew now. Ah, oh, I got him in you now. He freed his Eved. And now he is Now you have ten. So Mara says, It's only because he freed him. However, But if he didn't free him, if he didn't free him, that wouldn't work. Ay, how could that be? Trade struchi. Well, nothing bechad. Trade struchi. Shichre rechad. Nothing bechad. So, Marius says like this. One second. We just said a minute ago that you don't need to free him. We just said he can be counted in the in the elokeinu. So Marius says, no, no, we didn't do the math right. They went to go daven. They got together. How many did they have a total of? Eight. Eight. What did he do? He freed his Eved, that's nine, and then they had another one, that was ten. Okay? For affecting what I have, how is he able to free him? You can't free your slave. Shinemar says, you always have to have the Avadim working for you. Eved Kanani. You're not allowed to free him. But for Dvarmitz is different. So Gemara says, This is a mitzvah that comes through an Avera. You did something wrong. You do a mitzvah doing something wrong? Right? You're going to steal money and give stalker? Right? You're going to go kiss the Savior Tyra and barrel down the person? Right? That's not the way you're supposed to do it. However, you learn mitzvah of there. So he says, No, mitzvah de Rabin Shiny. If it's a mitzvah for many people, in, in other words, to help out a lot, a tzibor, that's different. And I'll tell you a story in a second.
Because even if a hundred people come afterwards, you get the schar of all of them. So when I say schar kulum, what does it mean? Do you get all the schar? They don't get any schar? No. So that's not what it means. You get the schar, such great reward for all of them coming to Davin, you get that reward. Because why? Because you are of the first ten to come Davin. So just a quick maisa of Sarchi uh, Tzibor, there was a situation where, true story, the person that happened to, he told me the story. He was a fireman, and he went to the fire station here in town, and he said, we need your help. He told the guy, the Nanju, we need your help to come to the synagogue and uh, turn on the lights, turn on the power, this and that. He says, what, you're not allowed to tell me what to do on Shabbos, on Saturday? You can't tell me directly. Yeah, that's, that, that's the Jewish law. So, so the person says back, ah, but if it's for Tzibor, shiny, it's for a public necessity, you're allowed to say directly, whatever the public necessity was. Okay, stop here. <laughs>